Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today's episode 156, and it's entitled, If You're Not Offending Someone, You're Not Doing It Right. Now, where does this title come from? Actually, I was at physical therapy this morning, and it was just kind of an offhanded comment I made to somebody. And I was like, you know what? That really does sound right. Now, what do I mean by if you're not offending somebody, you're not living right? Do I mean like you're walking around and intentionally offending everybody that you know? No, that, that's not at all what I mean. What I mean, I think we're so worried about offending somebody. We're so worried about saying the wrong thing, not even intentionally, but we're just worried in general about saying or doing the wrong things. And I don't know about you, but I think that takes freedom away from our lives. You know, I look at happiness as being in, in this place of freedom, being in this place of making your own choices, doing, doing the things that you really want to do, and not worrying about who, who you offend. I, I think for so many years, I have worried about who's going to be offended by my actions, who's going to be upset, who's not going to be pleased, who's going to be disappointed. It's probably even a better word for it. And the choices that I make. But I'm the person that has to live with those choices. Like, I want this episode today to be liberating for you. I want this to be your key to get out of jail. That you can just go live your life. Nobody is going to appreciate or accept everything that you do. I mean, it's interesting what's coming to my mind is... In certain countries, it can be really offensive to eat meat. And and even here in the United States, there's some people that happen to be vegetarians and might be super offended that I really, really enjoy steak. No, there's a difference between me just going and living my life versus going and... And, uh, you know, finding a group of vegetarians and be like, hey, eat this meat, eat this steak. Oh, it's so delicious. It's amazing. Like living my life doesn't mean I have to force it on everybody else. It just means that I get to live my life. Like we live our lives so worried about, okay, what what are my parents going to say? What's anyone else going to say? Are they going to approve of my choices? You know, there's a song coming to my mind that from Simple Plan, it's called Perfect. And the song basically talks about how, you know, did I grow up? Did I, did I become everything that, you, that my parents wanted me to be? And for some, in some cases, I hope that answer is No. What I mean by that is certain parents have expectations for their kids that they're going to go off and become doctors or lawyers or whatever it is they're going to become versus, you know, I think a loving heavenly father, did I grow up to his expectations? Well, his expectations that I go out and live my life and enjoy my life and spend time doing the things that I love and grow and progress. So are you doing that? 
Are you growing? Are you progressing? Or are you regressing? I think it's so easy to stop trying. It's so easy to simply say, well, Heavenly Father hasn't given me the spouse that I want yet. So I'm just not going to do anything. I think part of this life really is a test to see, okay, your life isn't working the way that you want it to do go. What are you going to do about it? My, my hope is that these episodes wake you guys up. That they wake you up so much and so sincerely that you live your life differently. What if you didn't have to worry anymore about offending anybody? I mean, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm afraid of saying things on this podcast because I'm, I'm afraid that somebody might judge me. You know, if I watch certain shows or like plenty of the books I read have tons of language. And I'm worried that people are going to be offended. Oh my goodness, Joseph, man, he's, he's not perfect. Or better yet, not, not even that he's not perfect. It's, I can't believe he lives his life in a different way than I think is good. But every one of us do that. And it's interesting that if I hadn't ever gotten over and even gotten close to over, you know, kind of being okay with the language that people choose to use, I wouldn't be able to work with all the mentors I work with because those that's the language that most of them speak in. Now, I, I love something that I love something that a mentor told me when I was thinking about working with him. You know, he asked me and he's like, are you, you know, he, he had, you know, just said, said a bunch of, a bunch of four letter words. And then he asked me, he's like, Oh, I, I probably should ask you. Like, I, I swear all the time. Like, are you okay with that? And I kind of told him, you know, I really don't like this word. I really don't like this other word. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll keep that in mind and forgive me when I do. <laughs> so I mean, he really was, he was trying to make an honest effort of not saying those things. But he also said, hey, this is just kind of the way that I talk. So can you forgive me when I do? What a beautiful way to set up life. It's like, yeah, I, I know this is what you want. I know this is what you're asking of me, but I just don't want to. <laughs> and, and he didn't even say it that way. He just said, you know, forgive me when I do. What if you could live your life unapologetically? I mean, it's so funny, like the things that used to offend me. Some of them seem incredibly silly now. 
But I had a certain way that I saw the world. And so plenty of stuff was offensive. I mean, I lived so much in a box that said I had to be perfect. And everyone else around me had to be perfect or we weren't good enough. I don't, I, none of that makes sense to me now. I mean, some of the things that if people said today to me, I wouldn't say, oh my goodness, I can't believe you're talking like that. I would say, oh my goodness, what's going on? How can I help? But yeah, this episode's about living your life unapologetically. Do you really have to think and wonder about every step and choice that you're making? Of whether it's the right thing or not to do? Because of what somebody's going to say. For so many years I have lived in this fear of offending anybody. And it's taken the freedom out of life. What's coming to my mind is a tightrope walker. They are never perfectly on the line. I don't know. Maybe they are. <laughs> I, don't have any, I don't have experience with tightrope walkers. And if you happen to be a tightrope walker and I'm offending you, then I'm doing my job on this podcast. <laughs> I'm so kidding. But they generally balance a little bit to one side, a little bit to the other. Now, are you going to ever see me walk across a building on a tightrope? No. Like, that doesn't... The, uh, the alternative of falling is death. So, I'm probably not going to take that option. But how often do we treat offending people as life and death? Some people are just super offendable. I mean, you call somebody by the wrong name and they can be like, oh, I can't believe you. But then again, I'm the guy that if somebody calls me by a shortened version of my name, I generally tell them. Like, no, my name's Joseph, not Joe. And no other variant. It's Joseph. I say it nicely and kindly, or at least I think I do. <laughs> The more you allow yourself to live the life that you desire, knowing and understanding that you do not have to please everybody. You know, there's a certain responsibility I have within my church. And I sat down with the person that gave it to me one time and I said, Hey, this is generally the way I live my life. I live my life doing whatever I feel guided and directed to do. And so, like, sometimes I'm going to be gone. Sometimes I'm going to be out of town. Like, I'm, I, I told him and I shared with him, and I asked, are you okay with that? Because I was really asking. Because if they said they weren't okay with it, I, I probably would have had to sit down and do some soul searching and say, okay, well, what, what do we need to figure out here? No. That was totally different than, hey, I'm, I'm going to live my life the way, whatever way I want to. Like, I really do believe, like, 
you know, many of us, you know, those of you that are in my faith, like many of us have callings and we try to do the best we can, but we don't have to be perfect. You just have to do the best you can. I remember one time like <clears throat> I'd gotten a calling and it was a new reward and I even like I was going to be out of town and there was a meeting and I, you know, asked the religious leader known as a bishop that's over us and said, Hey, I'm going to be out of town. He's like, okay, <laughs> like that's, that's why we have, that's why we have a team of us. <laughs> so if one of us is out of town, like the other person can kind of, you know, other people can pick up this, pick up uh, around them. Like, I don't, I don't know how to perfectly live your life. I don't even know how to, how to perfectly live my life. I don't want to perfectly live it, but I do want to live it. Could you imagine if you didn't have to worry about offending anybody? And one of the quotes that I love is by Brigham Young, an early religious leader of mine that said, I care about two opinions in the world what I think of me and what Heavenly Father thinks of me. Because Heavenly Father knows. He knows the deep sorrows that you've been through. He knows the challenges that you're currently facing. And He knows the things that only you and Him know. some of which are so personal for you that nobody else would understand. I find it amazing how Heavenly Father is pointing and leading and guiding us all towards different paths. I find that really incredible. And, and sometimes we're going to miss opportunities. It's like if I would have opened my email about three hours before I did, I, I would have got a pretty cool opportunity. And because I didn't, there was a certain number of people that could get that opportunity. Oh, well. Oh, well. You're going to miss some opportunities. You might even miss some events that other people feel are important. Oh, well. You know, I go back to my little, my little nieces and nephews, especially the... Actually, the, the six-year-old one's willing to ask for anything. His name's Austin. And the four-year-old, he's willing to tell you anything. I mean, the other day I was trying to talk, I was trying to, talk to him. And, and there were times like, hey, can I have a hug? It's like, no. <laughs> he's, he's just, he's his own person. Do I sit there and be like, how dare you not give me a hug? I cannot believe that, like, you have this opportunity to serve me by giving me a hug and you don't want to do it. 
you know, my, my mom was actually talking to him the other day and, and he just told her straight up, he's like, go away. <laughs> he's four years old. Does she sit there thinking, oh my goodness, I can't believe that my four-year-old nephew is telling, or, well, I guess it's her grandson, telling him to go away. No. So why do we do that? Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves and so much thinking around every request we make? I do this too. I mean, what I really see about this is I have walked around on eggshells for most of my life. And there's certain people, probably my family, and I mean, probably mostly my family, and then possibly some church leaders. Those are probably the people that I, I don't want to say like, it's almost like I take what they say with more weight than anybody else. But why do we even do that? And this might be a little bit out of left field, but maybe we're afraid, like, we might lose their love. We might lose their respect. And as I think in my life, as I think about people around me, Absolutely. There's areas that I probably think sometimes, oh, this person could be doing better. <laughs> but they can definitely say the same about me. What if we could love those people around us, regardless of where they're at on their journey? What if we could just show an outpouring of love, no matter what? I have a really hard time not having, like, not having any judgments when I'm talking to somebody. I do. I get so up in my head about how I'm supposed to help this person or how something that I could say could you know, save their life or save the world or any of that stuff. And one of the things that we talked about on a retreat I went to about a month ago is being ordinary. Because when you're ordinary, there's so much less pressure. If I'm just some guy... There's a lot less pressure than, you know, having the pressure to make a difference in somebody's life. What if you could just be an ordinary person? Living an ordinary life. And not worrying so much about all the thinking that comes in your mind which is just crazy leprechaun thinking. You know, when we're not in that space, when 
we're worried about everything going on, we're actually in a pretty amazing space. There's something so beautiful about the silence. In the silence, the answers are given. Isn't it interesting that even in that past five seconds of silence, there probably at least crossed your mind, oh, did he, did, did my, did my thing pause? Did something go off? Like what, what happened? Why was there just that much silence? When we let the thinking inside of our minds begin to settle, it is quiet. Sidney Banks, the Scottish mystic, talked all the time about a quiet mind and a beautiful feeling. Even when I'm sitting here talking to you, thinking, oh my goodness, what do I say next? What do I say next? What do I say next? I'm not in a quiet mind or a beautiful feeling. I mean, the question often is most helpful is, what do I see around this? What do I truly see about offending people? I care so much sometimes what people think. I don't know. I think especially what's coming to my mind is we got in the habit of just listening to our parents. And you know, plenty of times the answer, and I've used this too with my nieces and nephews. I'm not judging my parents or anything. And every other parent does this. Because I said so. Why do I have to do this? Because I said so. Which essentially is, I'm exhausted and I don't have any more space to talk with you. So do it now because I said so. You know, we were sitting at a, a football game and I just started to stand up more and nobody else around me was standing. And you start, it starts going through your head and it's like, okay, do I stand up and do what I, I think I want to do in this moment? Or do I sit down and let everybody else enjoy the game? I guess, I don't know. These questions are just kind of like, these questions are... They're the end of tiny strands of string. And I I don't know the answers. You know, it was cool. We were, I was working with a client the other day and we were working on, you know, finding a particular contact that he wanted, that they wanted to connect with. And it was interesting because the more we just kind of played around online, we got pretty close. (laughs) 
like living your life so that people aren't offended. I actually, I, I loved. Now, I loved how in Britney Spears' biography, she said the words, I'm not, I never wanted, and I'm not a role model. And I never said I was a role model. Does that mean I agree with everything she's said or done? No, absolutely not. But there was something about that. That was probably the one of the biggest messages in her in her book that landed for me. You know, and then we have all that thinking that comes out after we say something. It's like, oh, what are they gonna think that I read Britney Spears' biography? <laughs> Who cares? All that chatter that comes afterwards is just crazy leprechaun thinking. You don't have to identify it. You don't have to do anything with it. You just have to notice, oh man, I'm a bit, I'm a bit caught up in my thinking. Every one of you has hopes and dreams. And then you have fear. You have fearful thoughts around that about how is that going to work out or what if it doesn't work out. What I see about living a life where you don't worry about offending people is moving forward with hope and faith towards the destinations and directions that you want to have. You know, and I was talking to my my accountability partner for writing. And she asked me, she's like, what's your goal? What's your next goal? And what that brings up for me in this moment is it might be helpful to have checkpoints. Okay, what's the goal that I'm going after right now? Like writing a best-selling book is an overarching goal. It's harder to see that. Versus, okay, I'm going to show up and I'm going to finish this chapter today. Getting, you know, building my coaching practice to a certain amount of money. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to show up and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and connect with people. I'm going to invite them to work with me. And you can also go overboard too. And okay, I'm going to call, you know, I need to call 37 and a half people today in order to hit my goal. It's a balance. You know, living an unoffended life, you know, I love something that you know, kind of goes with com- comedians that they do. They'll go and try, they'll try their material out and they'll see how it lands. And then they'll work on it accordingly. You can go try stuff. You can go see how it lands with the world around you. And if you find everybody really, really mad at you, you might want to just check in and say, okay, well, what's going on here? How did that work out? Yeah, there's a line in my book, in, in one of my favorite chapters in my book, where the character is dying it's it's in the it's in the early part of the book. I'm not giving anything away, but you know, just kind of a 
it's just an offshoot characters kind of dying. He says, you know what? I wish I would live the life that I wanted to instead of the life that others expected of me. I would say that's the life that I want to live as well. What does it matter what anybody thinks about my life but me and Heavenly Father? If I'm living a life that's pleasing to Heavenly Father, what else matters? You know, the song In the End by Linkin Park says, I tried so hard, I got so far, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. If you're moving towards the wrong direction because somebody else told you to, maybe it's time to stop. It's time to check in with yourself and say, okay, what am I doing? Is this lighting me up? Is this giving me joy? Am I loving this? And if not, why are you doing it? I'm not saying you have to stop. I'm just saying, why are you doing it? What is it that you truly want? Are you spending most time actually taking steps to get there? Or are you thinking about all the steps? Are you overthinking all the steps? Maybe it's time to sit in a quiet place and think about what am I doing? What if everybody around you truly loved you for who you are and supported you in whatever dream you wanted to go after? What would you do? How would you live your life? How would you want to live your life? I heard something really cool on a, a recording of a training that I was at. And it said, the good news is one day you're going to die. And that really hit me because it is good news. Now, why, why is that good news? Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I, I'm not like that little star on uh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> it's all about like being free of life and death. But I mean, could you imagine if you were just on this earth life for thousands of years? Could you imagine if you were separated from Heavenly Father for that long? 
The good news really is that one day we will die. But in this time, in this life, generally we are not paying attention to the voice of God or the voice of the Spirit. We are paying attention to all that nagging, yucky thinking. Generally, we take a goal of the Heavenly Father. He's like, awesome, go get that, go do it. Go kill it. Go have fun. And we're like, is it okay? Are you sure? Are you certain? When you understand, well, first of all, many of the conversations you're actually having about what you think people might be offended by, you're not even having with the person, you're just having in your head. It's like when I mentioned about you know, the, the person in my church unit that I went to and said, hey, this is the way that I kind of have to live my life. I go where I'm guided and directed. Instead of worrying about every time that I left town, which lately has been a lot, and everything that I've done... Yeah, sometimes it's more about setting up agreements. And even then, when the person says okay to whatever agreement we set up, sometimes even in the back of our head, we're like, oh, they don't mean it. They don't mean it. What if you just took people at their word and then move forward? Because there's something really cool about this in the screw tape letters by C.S. Lewis that says, he kind of talks about how. I mean, the, the adversary really uses people around us. Well, he can also use my own thinking against that person too. It's like me thinking, spending way too much time thinking about the way that they should live their life. Or me thinking about what they're thinking about how I'm living my life. <laughs> we're, we're overthinking or overthinking or overthinking. It's, it's like the, uh, it's like that thing that talks about, you know, the world basically standing on a bunch of turtles and like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, it's turtles all the way down. Oh, it's our thinking all, it's our overthinking all the way down. But if you don't get sick, sucked up into that first bit of overthinking, you're good. Go live your life. Stop worrying about doing it perfectly. Stop worrying about offending everybody. Some people are just going to be offended by anything. And they choose to be offended. You know, it's like if you're in a foreign country and somebody starts saying, like, you know, swear words, I don't know what they mean. <laughs> I don't know there's, you know, I, I, I didn't know there's swear words when I went to Brazil on my mission. I mean, it, like, after a while, you kind of learn some of them, but it's like, I didn't know what they meant, so I didn't care. What if we could see the nature of everybody around us trying to do the best they can and us trying to do the best we can? So once again, don't go out and intentionally offend everybody known to man, but also live your life. Go do the things that you love to do. Go enjoy the things that you love to enjoy. 
what is it that's been whole, like, what is the thing that if nobody cared around you, if you did, that you would go do? And I would invite you to just go play around and explore that. And then go do whatever else has come up for you as you've listened to today. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.